Here I go again, KCAL, but definitely not on my own. Welcome back, bro. Wired in the Empire here on 96.7 KCAL Rocks. Mike Z wired up at the Warp Tour. Pat, the singer from the band Movement, who's going to pick his favorite of the Flannel Five a little bit later on. And imagine for a second, bro, you're in a band and your manager calls you up and says, Hey, Jonathan Davis. Oh, yeah, the singer from Korn. Yeah, that dude. He wants to make music with you. Fire from the Gods, AJ and Richie will tell us that story. And back in June, I caught up with Creed frontman Scott Stapp. Sadly, about a week after the passing of Chris Cornell. Oh, man, you know, my thoughts on him is he was such an inspiration to me as an artist. And I had such mad respect for his talent, his vocal prowess, the various projects he was involved in and how amazing they all were. And he just really influenced and impacted me as an artist. And I was just extremely saddened, shocked and caught off guard by his passing. And, you know, I never got to share the stage with him, but our paths did cross a few times over the years. And he was such a, a humble and generous and, and nice guy, man. It's always nice when you meet someone you look up to so much and they're so cool to you. And those are the cherished memories I have of him. What a set of pipes on that dude, man. The late, great Chris Cornell. Soundgarden, Spoonman. You know the deal, Wired in the Empire on 96.7 KCAL Rocks. Mike Z with another amazing voice, more of a baritone, deep voice. Talking about Scott Stapp, who we all know from Creed, but he's also got a new band, a super group, if you will, with John Moyer from Disturbed on bass and Bumblefoot on guitar, who was in Guns N' Roses for all those years. But I'll let Scott tell the story about how that band got together. Uh, that came about, uh, I got a call from uh, my agent, who had been contacted by the manager of uh, Art of Anarchy, and, and really who spearheaded it was John and Vince Foda, another guitar player and drummer of the band. Bumblefoot and, and John and Vince flew down to Florida to meet with me, and the rest is history. What do you say we fire up the title track, The Madness? You know, that song was really, you know, kind of addressing, you know, self-created madness in your life and things that one can do or expose themselves to or people they have in their life that are really keeping them from finding peace and joy and happiness and serenity in life. It was really addressing the madness and however that can be portrayed or defined by each individual and getting to the other side of it so you can get through that and find, you know, your passion and joy in life. That album, the debut album from Creed, just turned 20 years old, August 26, 1997. Mike Z with a big congrats to Scott Stapp, who the other day on stage revealed his fourth child is a boy. Congrats, bro. Hang tight, KCAL. On tap, that band that Jonathan Davis wanted to work with, the story, the music, and we'll kick it off with some corn. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Monkey from Corn with Mike Z on 96.7 Cake Cow Rocks. Corn. 
Corn rocking the empire here on 96.7 KCAL Rocks. Jonathan Davis absolutely fell in love with Fire from the Gods. Wired up their singer and drummer AJ and Richie to tell us the whole story about how they got together. Our label, well, our management, excuse me, came to us and was like, man, Jonathan Davis wants to work with you guys. We're like, what? So we came out here to Bakersfield. Yeah. Went to the studio, spent about five days with him. We had three songs we wanted to do, but we didn't have enough time to really complete the other one. So we ended up doing two songs, and the label's like, well, instead of putting them out as singles, why don't we re-release the record? And then, I know you guys have been doing uh, the Excuse Me Acoustic as well. So they were like, you know, why don't you throw that on them? We were like, oh, but we gave it we gave it a try and reimagined the song, and we loved the way it came out, and then we threw it on the record. So it was like, re-released it. We got the Danny Wimmerfest coming up, the uh, Rockin' Range, and the uh, Carolina Rebellion stuff. So it was like, you know, we got a bunch of stuff happening, including Warped. Why not just re-release the music? open up the world a little bit more to the narrative and then fire from the gods and then give him a couple more songs what was your biggest takeaway from spending time with Mr. Jonathan Davis man it's you know people get cliche and they say surreal a lot when you get in this, this sort of situation where it's like I can't believe I'm doing this but um, I think besides that he was very just like about us man and, and about the family aspect and about hanging out very with, welcoming with very yeah. welcoming very inviting and that took that, that feeling away of, of right I mean like, if you're oh being nervous God, or yeah when you're shocked you're with JD but he's just another dude hanging out man he stayed up with us till 2am every day just talking chit chatting about the business man we learned a lot that was another plateau for me to reach as a vocalist and he helped change that within a short span of time you know I got his tapes he gave me some tapes that he uses for his warm ups and stuff changed the game killer video of Ozzy performing that tune Bark at the Moon live during the solar eclipse can I be honest with you, KCAL? I didn't even bother going outside when the eclipse was happening in the IE. It's Mike Z with one more uh, sad confession to make. All right, here it is. Never seen Rage Against the Machine live. Well, if you haven't too, we can both correct that problem at OzFest Meets NotFest in November at Glen Helen as Prophets of Rage will be there, which is Rage Against the Machine minus Zach De La Rocha. Instead, they have plugged in Be Real from Cypress Hill and Chuck D from Public Enemy. Their debut album will be out on September 15th, and it's where you'll find this jam, Living on the 110. Totally true, KCAL. The apple does not fall far from the tree. Talking about Griffin Taylor. Yeah, Corey Taylor's 14-year-old son who crushed that tune live with Stone Sour in New Jersey. Man, I gotta tell you, Mike Z here, I'm never gonna have any children, but watching the video of Corey Taylor on stage watching his son kill his tune, sounding like him, moving like him, brought a tear to my eye. Go grab some Kleenex, KCAL. We'll come back and rap with Pat from the band Movements. We'll play one of his tunes and have him pick his favorite of the Flannel Five. Hey guys, it's Pat from Movements with Mike Z on 96.7 KCAL Rocks. Something I hope you never give me. 
Worst Wishes, the name of that tune from the band Movements out of Orange County, California, here on 96.7 KCAL Rocks, Wired in the Empire. Mike Z wired up Movements frontman, Pat, and asked him to pick his favorite of the Flannel Five. Okay. Nirvana. Okay. Pearl Jam. Stone Temple Pilots. Word. Uh, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains. Word, yeah. I, I like that. I okay. like that. Word. Okay. Now pick. <laughs> um, like who I think is my favorite of those five? Of those five. Who and why? <sighs> Dude, it's a tie between Nirvana and Soundgarden, honestly. I want to say Soundgarden just because like, I feel like that's like less like corny and less like obvious but it's probably gonna go to like nirvana dude like there's just no beating nirvana <laughs> like and i and i wish that weren't the case because i feel like it's like there's so many kids these days who are just like oh yeah nirvana and they go buy a nirvana t-shirt from urban outfitters and then you know you play a song from nirvana and they don't even know who the hell nirvana is you know right, right. and so like that bums me out but i truly love nirvana so much and like I guess I'm, I'm really inspired by Nirvana just because, like, they were such pioneers of, like, that sound, you know? And, and I just really appreciate everything that they did for music. They're very, very inspiring. What it's was it, one the of lyrics? Those, like, like, yeah, like, the lyrics, just the way Kurt sang, you know? Like, it, it was just so passionate and soulful and, like, just... Raw. Raw and beautiful. And, and he, you know, wrote such awesome lyrics. And, um, yeah, I just... I have such a high level of respect for for what they did and uh yeah there's just no beating it they're just legend give me give me some nirvana picks honestly like everything the entire nevermind record like <laughs> every every give single me, what's the first track that comes to mind off that album i mean obviously smell like teen spirit so uh who's your favorite of the flannel five kcal let me know on social media at Radioactive Mike Z. That's about going to do it for this edition of Wired in the Empire. We'll be back at it again next Saturday night at midnight with John Connolly, guitarist from Seven Dust, talking about his side project, Projected, in which he's the lead vocalist in. We'll get into all that and a whole bunch more. And before I go, bro, wanted to rock you one more from the Flannel Five before I get out of here. Hard to believe that Stone Temple Pilots, their debut album, Core, is turning 25 on September 29th. Of course, they got a big box set to commemorate it. Here's one of the live tracks from it. And I'll let Mr. Scott Weiland introduce the tune. Adios.